And then like, it'd be like problematic day, the best way to start your day. (laughs) We love all the gays. Hey everybody, welcome back. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, however you're listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Problematic Bay Podcast. I'm Duncan Henney. That's the Problematic Bay. It's me. However you find us, we appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Your Problematic Bay Pod on both. Send us your questions or whatever at Your Problematic Bay, Y-O-U-R, at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Let's start the show. How are you? I'm doing so great. Um, I'm doing better than, um, well, I mean, I'm actually, I'm doing all right. Fucking hate my job still. If anybody's hiring, please let me know. Um, uh, I think I found a roommate situation that I'm pretty excited about. Do we know this person? Nope. Well, I kind of do. Okay. She's the sister of a friend. Okay. That's okay. So everybody keep their fingers crossed. Have you ever met her? Yes. I have. Are you going to live in the same crib? That's the roommate situation. Are you going to... Yeah. You're gonna, but is your, your roommate's going to move oh, out. Oh, no, no, no. In my crib? No, 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 no. I We don't have a uh, disposal in my house. A what? Or a disposal. Like the thing that grinds up your food. A disposal? Dis- it disposes of all. What the fuck you think it is? A garbage disposal. I mean, I know it's not spelled dispose and then A-L-L, but it's a disposal. <laughs> no, because you can't put bones in it. Do you call it the remote? Or the um, channel changer or the flipper? First of all, never heard of flipper. Oh, we call it the flipper. Clicker. So there it is. Clicker. It's the clicker. Fuck off. But no, I call it a remote. Okay. Yeah. I will say like, I'll, I'll be like, I can't find the remote when I'm in Nashville, but at home, like, where's the flipper? Because the, you flip from channel to channel? Yeah. My okay. my brother used to call it, when he, we were kids, he would call it the dead gummit because my dad could never find it. And so he would say, dead gummit. Mm. Instead of damn it. That Great guy. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disposal. Disposal. Right, so uh, so right. I don't have a disposal and I don't have a dishwasher. Never and while that was a situation I could be in with somebody I already lived with, with a year and a half, for a year and a half, I don't think that's a great situation it's for bad. like two people coming together for the first it's time. Bad, it's a bad to start a relationship on. Yeah. Okay. It's a bad, it's a bad way to start a relationship. Okay. <laughs> like we can't, we can't start it that way. Just cause you, just cause things been certain ways in your past relationships. That's like meeting somebody when you already have somebody else pregnant. Wow. That's, you know, that's a, just a, I was going to go with starting long distance, but okay. Problematic way to start a that, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. But it's happened for sure. Yeah. I know people on it. You know, who's not having a great week Who is Laurie Laughlin. Who's that? Aunt Becky. Oh. Aunt Becky. She evidently, so I just saw this today on my drive in. She, so the DA like indicted her. Correct. And she thought he was like messing around. <laughs> and so she like was like, nah, and now she's e- in even more trouble. But um, I do have. I can't believe that's still a thing. I can't believe it's still a thing. Especially one of our listeners was like, why didn't like, you know, Jesse Smollett paid off the DA. I'm like, I don't think you can do that. And this kind of proves it because she already paid everybody else off. She couldn't pay off it. You mean so he didn't pay off the DA, but what happened was he essentially just he he, he, it was a plea deal. He took a plea deal essentially. Mm. He had to give money back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I do, I do have a theory about this whole debacle as far as um, the Jesse one or the I'm over Jesse. uh, Yeah, Laurie Lawson and Becky. 
because Aunt Becky, there was a couple people that like did like paid people for AP tests. Like that's the big thing. But Aunt Becky also tried to prove that her daughter was on a rowing scholarship by photoshopping her daughter's face. Into rowing things. Yeah. yeah. But like everybody's like, everybody's sitting around acting like, I feel like, 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 oh yeah. And then she photo, can you believe that she photoshopped her daughter's face? And I'm just thinking like any, number one, like almost any idiot with Photoshop can do Photoshop, right? Almost. And I mean, okay. it takes a little bit more skill to like do whatever, but everybody's like acting like some like masterminded this shit when I feel like it was just her and her husband in their house. Like she's like a little bit wine drunk and she's like, wait, 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 wait. Put her on that one. Wait, put her on that one. Like, and it's like somebody who's like super yoked and they're just crying, laughing, figuring out which person they should put her daughter's face on in their living room, just getting drunk. And like, she's like, wait, wait, wait. And like somewhere in that house is this framed photo of her daughter as the whole fucking team. I think, (laughs) Like, wait, make her, make her the whole team. Make her, and like the reason why she's still fucked with a judge is because she was probably like, look, 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 look. It was a joke. Here's, here's her is the whole team. Look, we brought you judge, judge, you're the whole team. No, I think <laughs> like, you're taking it more humorously than she did. <laughs> I think it's very funny. No, 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 no. I think the whole situation is funny, but I think she took it very seriously. I don't think she was wine drunk and said, do this and do that. <laughs> I think it's because she paid, wait, put, her, put her, put her on that one. She paid a couple million dollars to put her kid's face on the team. No, to, to the to the broker to the admissions broker dude because it was one dude who ran a ring of was like, it millions I thought it was like five hundred thousand it was one dude who ran a ring of like basically like yo you meet this guy he could get your kid into any school yeah right so like it wasn't like a joke like hey let's do this he he they went to like, like a, a very cons- like white collar like that that uh, TV show where he like fake went to law school he went to yeah he went to they basically went to a cheating consultant yeah <laughs> like, as one does so like. Damn, they had. I mean, that was like that was just one of them. One guy faked that his kid was gonna play on the USC basketball team, and he was listed at like <laughs> six seven, but the kid was like five foot three or some shit like that. But like, like you can't imagine that these like parents that. aren't finding this like semi humorous as they're doing it. Like, wait, wait, let's make him, let's make him like fucking six five. No, <laughs> and they're cra- it's like so. a dinner joke. Like, hey, remember that one time you were six five? Like, I think they you can't reach at- the top shelf. <laughs> like, they're fucking with him at the house. Wait, get that one, Mister Six Five. <laughs> no, a lot of kids didn't know parents were doing it. Oh, um, that's what they say, of course. Well, what they just thought that like everybody was like, "Congrats on the rowing regionals," and she just thought well, it was see, a running joke. I don't think anyone. <laughs> I don't think anyone said anything to him. You see what I'm saying? Like even with Aunt Becky, her husband's not indicted. It's just her. Which, I mean, she probably, like, would take... I would take the fall for Bay if, like, he was making more money, which he clearly has to be. Yeah, come on now. He owns, like, the Target clothing line or whatever. Okay, is that what it is? Because I'm, like, a couple million dollars, like, Full House was cool, but it wasn't that cool. Like, Like, she's not bringing in that amount of cash. Massimo, I think is what it's called. Oh! I thought I recognized his last name. Yeah. Oh, shit. So he's, he's rolling. Yeah, cash. so yeah, you take you take the rap for the for Bay that's making more money. You don't let the empire go to waste. He'll buy you out of it. I legit think like, all it was was... I think wine... I think, I agree with you. Wine has something to do with it. Yes. But it was a bunch of like country club moms like, how is your son going to get into USC? Like, yo, I know a dude. 
But is USC really the end all be all? Like I know somebody went there and she's like not that hot as shit. USC is a prestigious. It's like going to Northwestern. I mean, yeah, but like. Or it's like going to SMU or going to like it's right under the Ivy Leagues. It's like in Notre Dame's level. I know. But I mean, I know that it's a great school. I mean, like like Steven Spielberg taught a class. Like I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like not only is that not worth it, but like. I guess I just don't understand the headspace of like really wanting it that bad. Well, you got to think of the level of, because think about being at the, like a dinner party with all your highfalutin bougie ass friends. And they're like, yes, Chester went to Harvard this year. And my daughter, Melanie went to Yale. And then you'd be like, yeah, my daughter's on fucking Instagram. I guess you see what I'm saying? Like, I think they do it for more of the look than it is necessarily like, yeah, he's she's gonna study business at USC, and like I think it was more about that than necessarily. You would think they would pay like millions of dollars for tutors if that was the case. Nah, but I guess you can lead that, a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Why pay for millions of? Because the kid could still be dumb. This is a guaranteed you get in. Yeah, but like you couldn't stay there. Yeah, once you're in the school, it's easy to stay. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There's literally things called weed out courses. Like, it is not easy to stay. It's. Yeah, because you could go there and study recreation. You could go there and study teaching. You not saying teaching is easy. I guess I do have a friend that took six years to get a degree what was, in art. What, yeah, you could go there and study history. You know what I mean? Like, at, yeah. If, at least if you fail the class, the co- content doesn't change. Yeah. Unlike science, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like you, it, you fail a science class, the whole shit could be different next year. Like if she was like, I, I cheated for my daughter to get into USC to study neuro, neurospine. Like, okay, she's gonna get kicked out within the day i don't but at the same time like i mean some business schools are hard as fuck like i knew a lot of people that were kicked out of schools school isn't for everybody yeah but like i said she could go study art dumb she could, you know what i mean like they could have made her an actress and been fine did emma she, roberts go to college i don't making, think so she was making money on instagram she was an influencer i'd never heard of her no she's i never heard of her either but she how, was, how influential can she possibly be if i've never heard of her well are you the i'm like pretty into pop culture I mean, I don't know. She uh, there, she was big enough where people had to like drop her her sponsorships. She had sponsors and stuff, from what I read. I mean, yeah, but like, so it was like Smile Direct. Like we don't know, like 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 the guy. Do you know the guy's name on um, uh, Sword and Scale? It was a podcast, and he got uh, tossed off of um, uh, the like whatever podcasting forum he was on and got dropped by all these sponsors i don't even fucking know his name and he got dropped by sponsors yeah just because you don't know their name doesn't mean they're not a big deal do you know um well i mean i would say so i would say that like she's not that big of a deal if i don't know her name all right do you know who i like didn't know she existed right, until this so for example you just said it could be like smile direct club they yeah. just got valued at three point two billion. It's okay, not yeah. a small deal. Pish posh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't just say Smile Direct. Um you know who Jordan Peterson is? Jor- no. He's a big fucking deal. He he makes clearly thousands, not thousands of dollars. I don't know. Speaking. If I don't know him, so they don't count. It's such a big world, you can't just say because you don't know them. Um it yeah, you can. Oh wait, what's the name of the podcast? <laughs> It's not the word. I can say it if I want. No, I'm just but I, yeah, I have no idea who that is. Who is Jordan Peters? Jordan Peterson, just like a, See, I already fucked an, his name intellectual up. guy. Um, is the point is, it's not that you need to know who he is. I'm just Fair. saying there's people that you don't know that are still really popular. Cool. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. And apparently she was one of them. Apparently. But 
yeah that whole i love that that uh laurie laughlin got dropped by the hallmark series like hallmark's dropping her and it's like oh fuck she was on tv still she was like doing those sappy christmas movies oh oh yeah oh bummer but she was like playing the mom for 0.5 seconds like she's not unless she was like playing the divorcee who even has hallmark channel my grandma, like that's what I spent my entire Thanksgiving doing, was sitting on her lazy boy with her getting wine drunk and watching Hallmark movies. Also, and I will say I never saw Lori Laughlin once. Also, I didn't even know this was illegal. Yeah, I thought I it was just, just people think people rich, did. I thought all rich people bought their kids into schools. I knew like as far as like buying AP grades, that's a government run thing. So that I could see. But like I thought everybody just made donations but i guess like usc doesn't really need your donation i mean that's how they run though all colleges that's true why, that's why has your school asked you to join the alumni club or donate? i mean i don't think so because they know i'm poor but one of my friends um worked for the foundation like would call people and he would just get drunk before he went he actually does this for a living now and does quite well where he would just call like he doesn't do it like Anyways, um, he would just call cold call people. And one time he got on the phone with this woman who was just like she was drinking too, like not drunk, but like was just chilling. And they got to talking. He kept her on the phone for an hour and a half just shooting the shit. She gave the school $30,000. Yeah. Holy shit. I know someone that does that for Vanderbilt. Yeah. And and you'd be shocked at how much. But like some of it comes with um, stipulations like. She was telling me a guy said, yeah, I'll give the school 50 grand, but you have to name a scholarship in my name or I'll give the school, you know, 20, yeah. 50 grand. But I need I need my name somewhere or I need certain seats. Whatever. To yeah. Or, it comes, some, typically comes yeah. with some kind of stipulation, which, which the school mad. is like, yeah, we'll, I'm put, not mad at we'll, we'll pay 400 bucks to put your name on I, something for your 50 grand. When I was in school, we were playing. We, were, we used to play a team called like tri central or something like that it was like tri central university and a dude donated enough money where they just named the school after him just yeah that's how it always happens though and i'm like yo that's nuts there's like there were like schools where i was from like james harrison high school like i mean was always somebody yeah but usually that happened like a long time ago this shit happened while i was in school like one year they were tri central everybody's got a price (laughs) i know just like did they have and they had to change all their gear so he had to pay enough money everything like website helmets gear like everything everything had to change everything oh my god that poor cheerleading squad fuck why they all had to relearn that shit sure annoying mascot changed everything so he had to have enough money where it was still profitable after that yes which it was an undisclosed amount obviously but Mm -hmm. i'm like he must have hated his kids a whole fucking lot it made me think like you know how people always do things for the money like oh i'm gonna buy like this watch to show off. I'm gonna buy this chain to show off. Think about the flex. We're like, yeah, I got a university named after me, bitch. There's gonna be X amount of kids every year with my name on their wall saying I said they could do this job. Like, think about it. You're just like being petty at that like, point. The that ultimate, flex. like, <laughs> like and they're like flex. also saying like, no, I did it for the education. I just wanna like, no, you like it's a flex. That's yeah, all it is. It's a flex. flex. You just like, yo, yeah, that's cool. You got a boat. I got kids that don't even have education without me. Like, suck my dick. Like, it's a whole different. Do you think that's what, um, what's his head with the, like, Dream University or Dream School did that gives bikes to everybody? Basketball player. LeBron? There you go. <laughs> what's his head? You mean LeBron? <laughs> um, no, because. Oh, I'm not shit Because that that's just, 
that's not even college. That's just like elementary school, and it's not named after him. Oh, it's called the I Promise School. Oh, like, so he's just like a nice and guy. It, yeah, cool. and they don't get like diplomas or anything like that. Good for him. It's just like, what a guy. And he put it in his old neighborhood. I kind of feel bad for him because of um, that one kid, the the meme LeBron James. Because <laughs> I can never I can never hear his name without thinking of that. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't like no, that's think about shit. that as he goes to sleep. But it's like I just like always think of like LeBron James. First of all, that kid lives in infamy. LeBron, infamy, infamy. because I love it. you're right. No one anytime I he, hear his name and I think I think LeBron James. Anytime <laughs> LeBron does something good. That meme comes back up. Like, it comes all back up. Whatever. I wonder if like somewhere like he's being asked to do it again. Like the bacon kid sometimes gets interviewed and it's very depressing because he's like very like on like there's weird who, shit going on. The bacon kid is. I love bacon. It's good for me. Like he was on. He was on a what? Blank. Nut. Shut the fuck up. Well, apparently, if I don't know what it is, it, it's not that big of a deal. No, you'll know. Hold on. It's not that big of a deal if I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. You no, see? it doesn't count for you. I'm into pop culture. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm just saying. If um, it's not. If you it's are going to know. There's no way. On. Have you heard the song of the summer yet? Um, I got the horses in the back. Yes, yes you I have. have. Of course I have. It's the Fun. King Curtis. Never heard of it. Oh, yeah, I've seen this video. Okay. I don't know the bacon part, though. What? Okay, I've seen that video. But the, I never knew that the bacon part was the highlight of it. Yeah, that's the highlight. I thought the highlight was when he's like, I'm packing my toys and I'm leaving. Yeah, no, he's like, she, she can't run after me in those little high heels. Yeah. Like, Love the, it. Whole, the whole bit is hilarious. Yeah, okay, the I'm whole bit. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you part. have seen it. But, like, yeah. they, like, went back and, like, interviewed him now that he's, like, uh, not, I think he's a teenager now. He's, like, probably, like, 18 now. And he's bad as fuck. Yeah, and, like, also he's, like, I mean, I still think bacon's good. For, like, it's like very like you you hope for him that he's like ah ha ha like, but he's like very like still. And he it's he's he's a little he's a little dull in the brain. I think he's like the one kid from uh, Making a Murderer. Yes, yes. Where they he's just like they told me I killed somebody, so I must have. <laughs> like, you, dumb motherfucker. you fucking idiot. You simple ass motherfucker. <laughs> Tragic. Yeah, for Ugh. real. But yeah, Lil Nas X number one. So here's what happened. I mm -hmm. heard that song and I heard it and I go, this song is not only the best country song ever made, it's also going to be the number one song in the country. I guarantee it. No doubt. Whatever. Of course it did. I claim Because people it. thought probably pro at the beginning and still a little bit like that's hilarious. And then it got catchy. Yeah. But here's what happened though. So I heard it and I'm like, it's gonna be number one song in the country. It's catchy. It's it, it's got a good like summer's coming up. It's it's just bound to go. Yeah. And then it climbed to like the hot 100 country charts. It got to number 19, right? And Did it? On it got to number 19 on the hot country charts, but no one really heard about it. And the country Billboard took kicked it off. They said this isn't country enough for us. It's not a country song. And they kicked they pulled it off the charts. Yeah, because it is like it's it's by it's it, uh, little Nas X. There, yeah, that yeah, one. But it's still a country How song. How do these guys make up their names? No idea. But a little everything. But um, I thought we were done after Bow Wow, but I was wrong. Well, and then Wayne. Yeah, but so then, then Romeo. Um, oh, we were a little Romeo. 
Great guy. Was he a great guy? Cute. What happened with that? Did what something guy? bad happen there? Were you like, what is he a great guy? I mean, I don't know him. Was he a great guy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't he know. was on Disney a couple times with Jesse McCartney. Oh, he had true, to have been. True, true, had true. to have been a great guy. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so then it got kicked off the country charts because they, the country people said it wasn't country enough. And everybody's like, yo, that's bullshit. Like, I got the it's horses. A, it's a country song. Yeah. It sounds country, whatever. And if you're like, well, when Miley Cyrus dropped the hip hop like song, whatever, whatever. So then the legend that he is, Billy the Ray legend. Cyrus. The legend that he is, Billy Ray Cyrus comes on, drops the feature of 2019. And now the song is that how it happened? Yeah, that's how the whole thing came together. Because he was like, I'll help you out. He's like, if it's not country, I'll. They I'll make it country. They can't tell me I'm not country. It's breaky heart in this bitch. And but he's also like probably stoked to be featured again. Hell yeah. Like cause for, he tried to make an album for a second there and it was a huge flop. And I want to say this. He did a great job on the song. Like the song is fire. Have we, oh, hold on. Has everybody heard this? And it's number one. I wonder like it's only a minute and 59 seconds. Not the remix. Oh. No, no. It says, it says Lil Nas X. Uh, Old Town Road, and then I got the horses in the back on it. Yeah, but it's not the remix. The oh. remix is a little longer because the original is like ninety seconds. Oh my god, this this video looks incredible. There's no real video yet. Oh wait, no, it looks like they just stole um, imagery from Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> yeah, there's no real because <laughs> oh, Will Smith said when you guys shoot the video, Will Smith said when you guys shoot the video, I want to be in it. The song's gonna it's gonna go everywhere. It's going to go everywhere. Are you pulling it up? Yeah, I'll play I, it. I like got it ready, but like it was the only one. It was the 159. I'll play it. Okay. Of course you have it on your phone at the ready. Of course I do. <laughs> so good. <laughs> they were playing it all last weekend. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. This is Billy Ray. Right yeah. Wait, is the horses in the back part? That's Lil Nas X. Oh, I thought this whole time that like Lil Nas X was just like mixing it. No, that's the person singing it. Interesting. Yeah. Where's he from? Atlanta. Okay. See, so that's why I knew like it's not kind of like the, if that's not country, what is? You know, if Florida. It's North hard to get Casey Musgraves. I don't know if they're still. I don't know if they're still on this stance, but Casey Musgraves, not even until this year, was played on country radio. And she just won like like album of the year. Yeah, that's yeah. the middle girl, right? The song, the middle. No. Who's that? <laughs> You're thinking of like one of you and I'm Yeah, she's a country artist too, right? Um, I think it might be Marin Morris. Yeah, she's a country. Yeah, artist, so right? like not too far, but no, Casey Musgraves. You're not gonna. You're. I, I don't okay. really know. Well, she won like album of the year. She did. Yeah. She's a country um, artist though. Yeah, yeah. 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 So she's a country artist, but because her content, um, tends to be like not what country, like country music wants to hear. Like it's not about beers and fucking and whatever. Like her, her music tends to be like 
about like free thought and like maybe you are gay or like just like you know progressive yeah very progressive music um they wouldn't play her on country radio um and so she's like fuck you it's honestly that album slaps if anybody and I think a, it's called Golden Hour. That's the next thing, though. In this song, he's talking about all those things. I got my horses. I got this. Yeah, I got, I got all the things. He's I'm, I'm hitting that. every key point. But then if Florida Georgia Line could be country, this is country. I'm still gobsmacked that Georgia. I thought we were going to be done with Georgia Florida Line after their well, first. It's Florida Georgia Line. There you go. Florida Georgia Line, which is a party to begin with. Um, also, did you just say gobsmacked? Gobsmacked. Okay. Yep. Um, I really thought, are you writing down gobsmacked? No, I'm not. Um, I really thought we were going to be done with them after their first song, and now they have a bar on Broadway. Speaking of bars on Broadway. Yes. Evidently, um, I was about to say Little Wayne. Um, motherfucker. Now I can't think of his name. Wait, wait. Fucking hell. Is Ring of Fire. Johnny Cash? I don't know why I was thinking Wayne. Yes, Johnny Cash. They are creating a Johnny Cash bar. And I'm like, kind of... I'm, uh, granted, I haven't seen it yet. Isn't there already a museum for him? Well, that's different. Museum, 100%. I'm here for it. But uh, a bar... Like, another fucking, like... The same exact bar and the same exact incredibly expensive... um Format format and like fucking eight dollar beers well i will say kid rocks bar downtown is pretty dope i won't go into that why because he's a huge financial trump supporter and i won't do it oh well unless there was like a really hot guy with me and he's like let's go in here and then be like okay (laughs) everyone has a price (laughs) uh, his bar setup is pretty dope i mean i think he's like kind of like a little trash person so he could, I mean, I don't give a shit if he's trash. I think he's just like. Whatever. So I just don't. I just don't want to like give him money. He bought all my drinks one night, so like I'm cool with it. He bought all your drinks because yeah. he. But I just started hanging out with his crew at Tootsie's one night. Shut the fuck up, dead ass. Wait, I thought you meant. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Tell this story. Um, it was a Tuesday night. I don't know. Of course it was. When was this? I think maybe before I even know you, because I'm still living in the Gulch. Was he trained to take pictures of you to prove that Trump has black friends? No, it was before okay. Trump was running. It was before, it was in like 20. Oh, it was before he was running, not according to the Russians. Yeah. <laughs> which, which we could talk about that, but yeah. um, Tuesday night is back when I still used to go to Tootsie's often. And uh, I think I've been to Tootsie's we, like once. We run downtown with a group of people. We run downtown and we're like hanging out. And we're at the stage. We're leaving the stage through the back door. And we all look to our left. And there's a Rolls Royce just parked in the alleyway. There it is. And I'm like, who the fuck car is this, right? So I walk up to the bouncer that I knew at the time. And I'm like, yo, like, who's in there? Like, you got to just let me know. He's like, I can't tell you, but you know what the VIP booth is? I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, go over there. Look, you'll, you'll notice who's there. Yeah. I'm like, cool. So me and my friends, we walk over to the, to the booth. And Kid Rock's just sitting there. And he has, like some new artist playing what does does he look kind of crazy in person because no, i feel like he looks, he looks like a rock star he looks yeah he, he's just, you could just tell like that he's not normal yeah. he got this bandana on like there's something about the way they look that like is like yeah he yeah. just he just looks like a rock star like he doesn't look like a like you know the people that try to pose like they try to seem famous and they're not he looks like a rock star. he just looks like one and so 
the girls I'm with are trying to like get next to the booth to take pictures, like selfies with him in it, whatever, whatever. And then behind the bar, there's these two dudes just throwing wads of cash at the stage, just wads and wads, like there's money raining down in Tootsie's, right? And we're on the first level when you first walk in, like yeah. in Broadway. And uh, I look, I turn around, and there's these two dudes sitting, like kind of by the booth, but by the bar in suits. So I start talking to him, like, yo, what's up? And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, you guys here for business? He's like, yeah, I guess so. And so, like, I'm like, yeah, oh, I cool, guess whatever, so. whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> see, what, what they don't understand is you got to look for the guys in suits. That's how you really get the in. And yeah. they start laughing. Oh, no, guys, I go, you guys are Kid Rock, aren't you? And they're like, no, 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 it's not us. We're just hanging out. We're here for work. Because they can't, trip, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And I go, see, you know what's wrong with girls? And they go, what? They, they go, they always run to the talent. You got to look for the guys in the back with the suits. They either got the guns or they got the real money. Is what I said to them. And they loved it. And they started laughing. Ate right? it up. They started laughing. Ate it up. Right? Which is also so correct. Right? I'm like, those are the dudes with the guns. Well, it's also how you get invited to the after party. You don't go for the lead singer. Right? You go for the bass player. So, so. And they're in like they're in like nice suits, right? They're still a yeah. tie on and on toots in tootsies. Like, what are you doing, right? So I'm like mm-hmm. talking to them, laughing. Either got the guns or the money. And um, yeah, they either the shooters or yeah. the money guys. That simple. Yeah. Because they can't talk because they might have to kill somebody or they got to. They money. can't tell you that they're with Chris Rock, right? Yeah. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Sorry. And so Chris Rock would be cooler. And so we start talking more. He's like, they're like, let me buy you a drink. And I'm like, sure. And at, at this point, they haven't confirmed that they with Kid Rock yet. Right? But you're getting a drink either way. But yeah, sure, I'll buy a drink. And so then, like, I start talking to them, and I'm like, let me get your next one. He laughs at me, like, ha, no. <laughs> right? Deadass laughs. Laughs in your face. <laughs> no, you, no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he goes, we're not paying for any drinks. And I go, what? He goes, you're right. We're like, we're. So I, t- I was talking to his financial advisor and, like, his. It's like a junior financial advisor and, like, a senior financial advisor. They hear $12 vodka whatever. water, and they're like, pfft. Whatever, be like it's on us, no big deal. Yeah, I'm like cool. So we started talking, start laughing. It's like how I feel like when I hang out with you. And so, <laughs> so like we're talking and we're laughing and we're hanging out and uh, we're there for like hours at this point, like a couple of hours. And some guy walks up like, "Man, you guys are awesome!" Start high fiving me like I'm part of the crew, or whatever. Incredible. He buys all. There's some random guy just shows up with shots, gives us all shots. We're drinking. You're it. Like, brilliant. I don't know. Only you. I don't know what's happening. And then. Kid Rock gets on stage and like perform a song. He gets on stage. Yeah, of course. And so I'm leaning against the bar watching him. He starts performing some song. I don't know what it is. I don't think if I heard a Chris a Kid Rock song, I'd know what it was. No. Except for that one like that he did with um Cheryl Crow. I know that one or the one he did with Run DMC, if I heard it, etc. So he starts he starts whatever. Then he starts freestyle rapping and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, all right, everybody clap on beat. And no one's clapping on beat except me. Right? And you're looks, in it. And he you're looks in at it. Me and he goes, Look at all these white people. They don't know how to clap on beat, right? And I'm like, what you gonna do? And so we dap up and then we turn around and keep drinking. I'm like, all yeah. right, it's Tuesday. I gotta go to work tomorrow. How do you no, I would have been like, fuck work at this point, but because I mean, I don't know. You're a professional. I exchange I exchange numbers with the financial dude. I'm like, all right, peace. Yeah. I leave. And he texts me like, yo, great time. Next time I'm in town, I hit you up. Obviously, he never did, but like right. it was a good Tuesday night. That's a solid Tuesday night. So I will go to his bar. Fair enough. I just like would rather not. I also like would rather I've been like actually spending time in my um neighborhood lately. I have like a little bit of like hooray. A like hooray. Going, okay. What's a hooray? <clears throat> a hooray, like a yay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you have like a like a woohoo. Okay. Continue. Um yeah. So like I have this like group of people in East Nasty that I've always really re- respected and they've been around they they have been my roommates' friends. And um like all like 
they all know each other from like one university or another or whatever. And they're like all very cool people. Um, and oh my gosh, this leads into a story I totally forgot I wanted to talk about. So pumped about it. Okay. okay so, so, um, my, yeah. So my roommate and I are, um, we're breaking up. We got in a big fight. I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we've lived together for, um, like three. So for the entire time I've been in Nashville. So over three years, three and a half years by the time we break up. And she, good for her, is moving in with her boyfriend, which I'm very happy for them. We love love. We love love. Um, so she's moving in with her boyfriend. And um, when we had that conversation, um, I realized that, like, all these people that I've enjoyed so much that have been through her. I love I love opening up beers in the, in the microphone. Um, these people that um, smells like weed because it's Corona. Yeah. Um, Dos Equis really smell like weed. Um but so I realized that I didn't have any of their phone numbers. I had no ties to them. They will they, like these people that I'd had like great conversations with and hung out and like had really great times um, with were not permanent in my life whatsoever. And then when she leaves, as will they, because they're they're her buddies, like they're in the group sex together. And so I was really like like apprehensive I was like well like and I, and I do I did what I normally do where like I like kind of like look at every little thing I've done and like what I might have done wrong and like oh they don't like me and like oh they think I'm lame like they're all like artists and like musicians and shit and I live in the corporate world and like maybe they don't like me because I live in the corporate world and like doing all this you're a suit yeah I'm a fucking suit and I don't have a talent like god I can barely hold a note um no talents, you know. Maybe I should take up basking, basket weaving, and like boys that I like will like me back. Gonna play the flute. I'm trying to play the flute for a while. Um, but so I um, <laughs> is that a is that a se- fuck you? Is that a lesbian reference? No, no. Is that a sexual reference? Sucking a dick. Yeah. Okay, that's my yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah, you yeah. you were laughing a little too hard. Um, yeah, I would love to play the flute. I haven't in a long time. Anyways, um, but. All it took was like me to change my attitude, which I just like want to encourage everybody to do. Um, yeah. It's just like, all it took was like for me to like change my perspective and change my attitude. And all of a sudden I like started meeting friends. And then one of the girls um, that just moved in with a couple of buddies was like, you're so fun, which I am a fun girl, but I was like, finally, like, I don't know, not just like depending on them showing up to, in order for these friendships to like, I was like actually putting an effort. You got to reach out. Yeah. And she invited me to this, the coolest thing. She invited me to a, an amateur porn film fest. Where was it? It was, so there is a, and like at first I was like, what? And she was like, it's going to be great. You should come with me. And I was like, I mean, why the fuck not? I'm trying to build friendships here. So I, I signed up to go. Um, I would have went. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But like, I was just like, wait, what? And then I was like, you know what? Doing it. I was more, I wasn't nervous about the porn. I was nervous about the clientele. Like who was going to show up to this shit. But then I was like, if I'm showing up, can't be that bad. Okay. Like, I just figured like, if I'm like, if I'm excited about this, other people that are like me are probably going to, you know what I mean? Like, it can't be all like weird, you know? Okay. Anyways. So I didn't know this, but so. Nashville has a like a very serious swingers club called the Mark. And so evidently it's like switched from place to place, but right now it's in an industrial area. Shh, don't snitch. 
No, it's not a cinching thing. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So it's in, but yeah, no. So it's in an industrial. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I'm just making sure. I'm yeah, like, no, 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 no. It's not like a. It's not a secret society, but um, you have to. You can only go there. This was for d- different because it was a festival, so anybody could come if you um bought a ticket. But um, it's like this huge. It's like this swingers thing, which I don't know if they want to be called. I don't know what it's sex. They call it sex positive. And if you look up their website, I encourage all of you to which look up their website. I've heard the term sex positive. It sounds like a STD. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, so um, ooh, which brings me to another thing that we're gonna get to in a second. But um, but so they like you have to be invited in. You can only go with another person who's already a member. Then if you want to be a member, you have to be invited in by everybody who's already like voted in essentially. Or if you like really, 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 really want to be a member, you can get like get in touch with like, like maybe if you're new to Nashville and you like used to be in another swingers club, you can get like linked up with, yeah, literally show your references. And then you're on a six month probationary period between when you can actually be a member, but you like have to go to the like, events or whatever. Because what it is, is like a straight up, it's, it's a warehouse full of like chains hanging from the ceiling and like, like all these different fetish sort of things, like places where you can just like whip somebody if they want to be whipped and like, sounds like my bedroom. Orgy. Yeah, there it is. Invite only, but it's not a six month probationary period. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so, there you go. It's, it's a six vodka tonic probationary Which, period. I started drinking vodka tonic when I was in Arizona last week. I had my first one ever. You're how? Changed my life. Change your whole life. Change Welcome whole to the life. club. Change my life. Yeah. I never had it's one. It's only until basic until you and until you have one and you're like, wait, this I is never, life. I never even called it basic. I just thought it was gross. Oh, yeah. To no, be great. honest, I just great. Like, that sounds nasty. Vodka's nasty. It's so great. My boss today told me to put a little bit of Tabasco in my vodka soda and that so, it's amazing. But, oh, yeah. So I don't know this, but I was told vodka tonic and vodka soda are two different things. They are. Okay. Tonic water has a bitterness to yeah, it. Yeah. And vodka. Soda is just carbonated water. Yeah. So I like the tonic. Yeah, it's okay. a good, it's got a bitterness to it. All right. Yeah. Okay, continue. Story. Okay, continue. Um. So yeah. So it ended up being awesome. But what happened was, um. And I think these people. I, I think I talked to him about it. Um. Because I think my buddies are gonna start listening to the podcast. But, um. So, I thought it was just gonna be me and this girl going to this. And at first, I kind of wanted to back out because I was like kind of tired and I didn't know if I could like handle like the weirdness for the day because I was just kind of depleted. But I was like, I cannot let this girl get to this shit alone. So I was like, I'm down. I'm in. And her like super, super cute roommate who I love and adore, um, this dude. And then this other girl who's as adorable as they come, um, end up coming too. And like, he sits next to me and I like have just, and he's like a buddy that I've known. I met him a couple years ago, thought he was so fucking fine. And now he's just like a buddy. But if they admit how funny it is when you say they end up coming too. When yeah, no, I, 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 I've been waiting for you to tag along to that. I can't believe you just jumped on that. I was, well, I was. You've been waiting for the opportune moment, yeah. the opportune come. <laughs> so, I've been waiting on the, the climax of the joke. You mean? There just it is. waiting to win the come, 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 come on, 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 come on. Um, but so he sits next to me, and I'm, I realize, I like check into the moment, like I am sitting next to between one girl I've never met in my life on the other side is my buddy that invited me and then him on the other side of me and we're watching amateur porn for an hour what for an hour we watched Aaron because yeah. we went to the it was a viewing it wasn't like a are you watching it be made or like a no pre, like a premiere 
Yeah, no, so like it was a porn festival, amateur porn fest, where it was like one huge white screen and they played clip after clip after clip after clip after clip. So it was like all these people submitted like five minute videos and these were like the like 10 best. And you... Or 11 best or whatever it was. And you... And we watched all the porn. I mean, God, no, but like not drunk enough necessarily, but like, it was actually really great. It wasn't as like raunchy as I thought it was going to be. Like I thought it was going to be like super mad whack, but like the videos were like, some of them were like funny. And then like some of them were like, they were all just like done. I don't know how to explain. So like there was one where like this, like, like girl pretended to be a goat milker. And then one of the goats ended up being like another girl. And she like milked the girl. I don't know. There was just like, but it was just like all like, and then there was like another one where it was like these two, like that, like two, this old couple and they were just going at it. Like there's old, like flabby couple and just like absolutely going at it. But there was like something like in the way that they were done. They were, it was almost like a Sundance film of porn. Okay. What was everybody doing while this porn was on the screen? Just watching, just sitting in fold out chairs, watching. It was wild. It sounds nuts. It was nuts. And we all had to go get drinks afterwards. I couldn't handle myself. It was you, wild. You had to take a cold shower? I haven't had sex in so long. Yes, I had to go take a cold shower. Oh, my God. How, <laughs> how long has it been? I don't want to say. November 4th of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not that bad. November 4th. I mean, like, I've, like, hooked up with people since then, but, like, not, like, gone no the P- full. No PNV? Well, yeah, no PNV. I, like, had really fun sex with somebody... And then uh, five months isn't that long of a hiatus. I know I've gone a year and one month before, yeah, but I need, to, I'm ready to crack look, the seal. It's about to be summertime. It's about to be thought season. You, you know, you've it's met so problematic like, Bay in thought season. So like, she does not fuck around, but I mean, she does fuck around. It's about but, to be lit. Well, the reason is got a pool party tour. I know. Like, a lot going I know. On. Well, like I have a love hate relationship with that because the reason I'm on hiatus is not because I can't get any. That's not the problem. It's that I like hooked up with somebody that I like was like, like vibing on whatever, whatever. And then they don't live in Nashville. So like no big deal, but it was just like, Oh shit. Like I really would like to like finally hook up with somebody that I actually care about, which I don't think I've done in like ever years. It's been a long time, been a long time. What about last summer bay? Well, last summer bay, like I did, but like that's not how it started. Okay, but I just like was, really, though. I mean, yeah, but like eventually though. I'm confused. I just like, yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, yes, I did end up caring about it, but like I wasn't in love with him. No, like I'd rather, I'd like to fall. I would. It would be nice to fall in love, and I feel like I keep like. Yeah, but you can't fall in love until after you. I don't no, yeah, that's not true. I'll say. But like I went, like, I I feel like I'm fucking it up because I go into the intention with everybody's temporary, and I want to start going in with the intention that like somebody's not temporary. Okay, why go in with any intention at all? Why not go in and just see what it may be? I mean, yeah, I, I think you're like, like don't you're go, hearing me wrong. Like, I so think what so. I'm trying, yeah, so. I think you're hearing me wrong. So what I'm saying is, um, because I'm also half a bottle in. Um, what I'm saying is like, and I had this conversation with my buddy. He and I went on a hike for like six hours and we're like in bear. So this is a good place. Cause like I can refer to that to that conversation. So, um, he and I went on a hike for like six hours last weekend and he just broke up with somebody because he's essentially been in, in a relationship for his entire adult life, adult life, not with the same person, but like his 
kept habitual. being yeah habitual dater and opposite of your boy yeah uh, opposite of me yeah and so he broke up with this girl that he's like i like like love her so much but this relationship you know whatever can't go further because i've never like got to know myself which is like such a respectful thing for somebody to do he's just like i've just never been alone and i just need i need to figure out what being alone looks like which i respect so what do you look for? I respect it. I respect it because I think when you knowing what you need and doing it is like yeah, a huge fucking lot, mood. But I wouldn't say he just didn't like her that much. Mm, I don't think that's not the case. Likes her a shit ton, shit ton. All right. Anyways, so <clears throat> so um, yeah, that's not the case at all. But um. Ooh. I'm never gonna be able to tell that dude about this podcast. Um, so you can tell him. I, just, I mean, yeah, just but my, still. I don't know him. It's my yeah, outside. Fair opinion. enough. Um, so I feel bad. Um, but so um, the conversation though about me though is like my my like we were having these conversations about like relationships and um, you know, I was asking him questions and he was asking me questions because we're coming from two opposite sides where I've been like a full commitment phobe for my entire life. And, and and like, I'll say like, I really want to date somebody and then it'll start happening. And then I'll like find a flaw or I'll like act ridiculous on purpose for it to end. Um, because I'm better off alone with my, like, I don't like the, I I don't like depending on somebody else for my emotional, whatever. I don't like who I am in that. So what I'm saying is like, I'm reaching a point in my life where like, I feel like I keep cheapening things because of the sex. So I keep cheapening other people and not like actually connecting with who they are because I'm having sex with them or because that that's all I like. That's how I see them as. And that's how that begins. So do you think you're going to try to hold out longer next time you date? Some, like, I, I mean, not purposefully. So to... not necessarily like we have to wait a few weeks, like not like that, but I would rather like be like, I'm so into you that like, this is what I want. And we're in a trusting situation instead of let me see how you are. And if I want to stick around. Okay. So like, I want to approach it differently is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So I just want to approach it differently. And like, that was a conversation we, that like he and I have, which is why I brought him up in the first place was because like he was saying, you know, like I have like always, dated people that I like really respect and really love and it's a companionship. And so like when I'm on rough times, you know, they're helping me and when they're on rough times, they're help, you know, I'm helping them. And it's that like codependency situation where, where I like don't like can't imagine that. And the only times I've ever dated people, it's been like, like them throwing their shit on me. And it's been like essentially emotional abusive relationships. So like okay. I don't, yeah. So like, I don't understand the like side of codependency. So that's why I'm like, mm, like it's been five months. So like I don't want to slip back into like my regular summer routine, <laughs> but I don't know. I also don't want to hit a year and a month again. I did that. I didn't have sex for my entire like 20 sixth no I was I am 26 that's a lie uh, that's a damn lie but like I didn't have sex for like my entire 24th year sad 
I mean, that's not Or at so least bad. half of my 24th and half of my 25th. That's not There's sad. a year in there. I think, like... It's not great. I don't know. Sex isn't something you should judge happiness and sadness off of. No, definitely not. But it does, like... I mean, it does add to, like, a certain mental health not mental health but like it adds to some health like let's not depend it, it, it not pretend to, it doesn't it, it has the clarity that's yeah for sure. for sure for sure um which brings me to okay. so i took this note so i was in i was hanging out with some people and we like came across uh, a bunch of mormons this weekend in dc i didn't know that speaking of sex I, as you look up your note i found it already but oh, what's ahead. up no go um so I, I was talking with I was talking with some guys, right? And we were talking about how like for lack of a better term, they feel pressure because like it's harder for to make a girl come and girls put pressure, like how do you not know where the clit is, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, et cetera, that's not right? fair. It's really hard to make a girl come, especially the first time. Right. So and so we like started making jokes and we came to this dope ass conclusion. The reason it's harder for a guy to make a girl come is because it's harder for a girl to make a girl come. Now, hear me out. Hear it me can out. be. When a dude makes himself come, it's just all we have is a hand and maybe some lotion. Most times not. It's just yeah. make sure it's not dry. And we literally, we literally just stroke it till we come. Yeah. Girls need, you know, rabbits and this and that and blah, blah, blah. They don't need it. But a lot of them Yeah, use, I was about to say no. Yeah, but. Them, do you own a vibrator? I do, but I don't use it every time. But a lot of girls. I actually very rarely use it for a purpose though for a reason um, i don't want to like become like desensitized but what yeah. I was, but the point was yeah it's harder for a girl to make herself come that's why she has all these things right like no. not all these things but there's no vibrator for a dude right there's no like like think about the mentality of it yeah you see what i'm saying so like it's but we were just laughing about it like of course it's is harder. every orgasm like the same for you for the most part Okay, so there it is. See, like, it's just different. Like, Yeah, so girls, and this is a conversation that I've had with, like, some of my girlfriends. Orgasms, like, are, like, there's, like, a few different kinds. Like, and you feel them differently. So, like, I, and I'll agree with you. Like, I, I've, as I've gotten older, it's, like, takes longer for me to, to, to come. Um, like, even sometimes for myself. Like, if I'm tired it'll take me myself like much longer than it used to. Like, and I know I'm like, I can boss me around all day. So, um, but like, so coming from like being with a guy feels like, I don't know. I'm trying to like put it into like, so like coming from a guy like feels like a roller coaster. You've like been wanting to try for a while. Like you're excited, it's fun, and it's like super thrilling. It's great. That's how it feels. Coming from yourself, just with your hand, feels like a walk around a park that you've been to a thousand times, but like on a really nice day, where it's just like, oh, you just gonna get the job. Like this you, feels good. This feels good. It's but a hot tub. Yes, coming with a vibrator is like. Is like when you tell your friends, I'm only going to have one drink tonight. And then you watch the fucking sunrise, <laughs> like where it's just yeah. like, j- like earth shaking. So, and they truly feel differently. Yeah. But some girls use vibrators every night. So I mean that, and that's like their prerogative. Yeah, I'm not saying the reason wrong. I don't do that though. And like somebody like can come in and correct me if I'm wrong, but 
Um, the reason I like, I do like it. I'll like use a vibrator if I'm a little bit drunk. Cause I can't, it's very hard for me to have an orgasm if I've had anything to drink. Um, cause I guess my senses are dulled. I don't know. Um, but so I'll use one then, but also like I'll use one every now and then for that certain type of orgasm. But if I use it every time, it's much harder for me to get off on like just digital stimuli. Um, that's what I was basically that's what I was explaining to the guys like that, okay it's just different. it's not your fault necessarily yeah. it is your fault if you're not paying attention to coaching well yeah if I say course. don't stop don't fucking say to yourself oh if you like that then you're really gonna like this like no yeah, if we I say were, don't stop like literally stay there we were just saying guys are consistent we come one way yeah all you gotta do is that one way no matter what it's yeah. gonna come but yeah but y'all also only have like one type of orgasm yeah, I mean, if there's just different intensities and levels to it, but it's essentially the same thing. Okay. All right, go to your note. Oh, so have you ever heard of soaking? No. Yeah, me either. So turns when out. You soak, oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. You're either soaking in red wine or you're soaking in mud or you're soaking in poop. Wrong, wrong, and motherfucking wrong. Okay, what is so, <laughs> so soaking Hold on, gird your loins, lads and ladies. So evidently in like the Mormon culture, so like Mormons, they can't have sex before marriage, right? That's almost every religion. Well, yeah, but like they're like super, like they don't even drink Mountain Dew. Like they're like very, a lot more serious about it, right? So, but they're like very serious about it. Every religion is pretty serious. Yeah, I know, I know. But like they're like, I feel like Mormons like take it to another level. No, I, I can't think of like any baptist church that comes and knocks on your fucking door to try to convert you like mormons are not fucking around out here so they instead like i thought like one of my friends was like what like what do you think mormons do instead of having sex and i was like oh anal duh because like they think jesus can't say anal like everybody else wrongo so they think jesus can't see humping so they soaking is when you take your erect wiener and put it into somebody's vagina and just sit there <laughs> because God can't see humping and they call it soaking because you're just soaking your dick in vagina. I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> they <laughs> get hard, put their wiener in their vagina and sit there. That's like that one like song like fall asleep inside you and except for like they are actually like that's the point. But there's penetration there. Yes. But they're not humping. So I guess like, I wonder if they're like not they think like if I'm not humping her then I'm not going to come so we're not going to make a baby so I'll never know and no one's going to have an but, orgasm. Okay, but that that person's not a virgin anymore. I'm aware. But there's also people that come out and say like, I think like your hymen's broken. You're not a virgin. At the same time, somebody's hand broke my hymen when I was like 17 and I didn't have sex for another few years. I don't care about the hymen part. Also has a dick been in your vagina. You're not a exact. That's what I, I, that's what I thought too. But a lot of religions don't see the same. The dick has entered you. So like oral, you're not a virgin anymore in like God's eyes, but people like try to misconstrue it. Yeah, but also like people weren't really sucking dick that yeah. much back in the day. Let's be real. That's that's a, that's a new age. That's a newer age. It's a new thing. age thing. That's a new yeah. age thing. I remember when a time I like brought that up with like parents. 
my like like just, my mom was like, "Are people really doing that?" And I was like, "Not that I've ever heard." But, yeah, but she was like, "I just like pretty, can't believe it. Like that's thing. prevalent as it is." I'm not saying no one ever did it back in the day, but it's a pretty modern thing. Uh, and like, if as a, much as people love anal, is super modern. If a girl told me she's only sucked a dick, I would still call her a virgin. Yeah, but if I a would. Girl t- came to me and said she's had anal sex. I wouldn't call her a virgin. Right. Okay. But I had friends in high school that were like, "Oh, we're only doing anal." I was like, yeah, "That what you? That's, a, that's what you opted for?" That's a dumb. Yeah, that's for that's wild. I, I don't co-sign to that. Wild. But yeah, so soaking. Or they just that's nuts. Wild. Soaking. Soaking. They literally okay, soak much, in I, their vagina. Why would it? <laughs> there's so many other. Why not dry hump? That's better than that. One hundred percent. There's at least like stimuli. Yeah, why not a hand job? What? Why not all the things? No, I'm saying if you're not going to have sex. Like, Although cool. I like heard the most enlightening thing, and I love, love, loved it from this girl the other night. We were hanging out, and um, she said that um, she said this to like somebody, and it like pissed him the fuck off. He was like trying to be like, "How many people have you had sex with?" And she thought it was a rude question, so she just started like fucking with him. And so she decided her response was going to be. Um, Are you going to tell us the question? The question was, how many people have you had sex oh, with? Oh, my bad. Yeah. I missed that. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, so she decided she was going to fuck with him. And her response was, well, I only count the people that I had an orgasm with. and Because he was one of the people that she had had sex with. That's why he was asking. And he was like, so she was like, well, I've only count the people. I only counted as sex if I had an orgasm. And he got super fucking pissed because he was like, well, you know, and it's like, but at the same time. Wait, so where do you stand? Do you think that's a weird question to ask? I think it's like, I think it's, it depends on the setting. I think it depends on the setting. So like, I personally don't want to know how many people a partner or I say this now, but I've never been like in love in love. Um, I've loved people, but I haven't been just like all the way in it. Um, I don't think I ever want to know. I don't want to know because it doesn't, your life before me doesn't, isn't really my business necessarily. Like, kind of. yeah, kind of in some, but like that isn't, I always think it's weird. I, mean, I, I won't, I refuse to go to a gynecologist that asks that question. I won't. Go, I won't. You how many sexual partners you have? How many sexual partners I've had? Because it doesn't. It doesn't make any difference to my health. It how could, many? It could. No, because you could be with one. I had one time. I had a patient. She had one sexual partner, and she had three different STDs. Her one sexual partner had been sleeping with prostitutes. So it. It really, in my mind, it doesn't. It could be three. It could be forty. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make a difference on what, my my health. Okay, so if she asked you how sexually active are you? I'm sexually active. That yeah, does because then would, you need to be getting STD checked. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, that, it's just. But there, are, there are doctors that. out there that like, and like, I, like, there's one doctor who he's such a dick, and his charts are like, um, like, ma- like he will make a point to write down like, unmarried says only three sexual pro- partners, probably more, like because she's. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah. People lie to doctors all the time, though. And then blame the doctor it's for diff- bad info. No, 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 no. It's different. It's I different. Mean, I've for this seen yeah, it. yeah. But I'm, it's just like it's like that kind of thing where I'm just like I don't. I won't go to an, a gynecologist to ask how many people. Yeah, I've been which with. is which is 
I mean, and it really, and my thing is like, it's not even that many, but it's just like none of your fucking business. I mean, sure. It's like when a boss asks you like, Oh, what are you doing on your PTO? None of your fucking business. That's way different. I think it's the it's same. Completely different. Because it doesn't. It doesn't. Because a, what you do in your PTO has nothing to do with your job. Your gynecological health has everything to do with why you're there. In no, the no, 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 no. Are you sexually active? That counts because that's when we need to look at, like, okay, let's go ahead and do a blood panel while we're here. Or like, do you want to be on birth? That that affects the change. Like the questions you want to be asked. How many people are you sleeping with? If I'm sleeping with ten men a week, or I'm having sex ten times a week. My sexual health is the exact same. No, it's not. As far as they're concerned, it is because it's the same tests. Yeah, but it's the exact same test that they would order anyways. Yes, no, it totally because, is. Because your risk, your risk level changes. I don't think it does. I'm, I work in sexual health. So do I. You work in birth. I work in the sexual health. I literally part. ask 47 questions a day about somebody's sexual health. But like... So if you have sex with one person 10 times a week and you have sex with 10 different people per I mean, week, I understand what you're saying, but as far as person. it's the exact same testing, if I have sex, if I'm sexually active from, from a gynecological perspective, 100%, when a gynecologist asks me how, like what my sexual activity is, when I say I am sexually active, I get the same exact treatment and test results, or I should, All right. as if I'm sleeping with other people. If I'm getting an STD check... I should be getting it whether I'm sleeping with one person or a lot. And I have an issue also, also with one of, one of my friends who is in a very happy marriage, loves her husband. They are faithful to each other. She went into her gyno. She fired her gynecologist because of this. Um, she went into her gynecologist's office and wanted to make sure like just that she's healthy. She was like, do the full panel. She doesn't doubt her husband. She just wants her full checkup. And the doctor was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm sure your husband, you're married. You don't need this. Your husband is faithful. You don't need to get checked. And was trying to counsel her on her marriage. I think you underestimate the amount of guilt that is still involved in women's health care. Yeah, but that first, okay, but they, I'm not saying it's not guilted. I'm just saying, I've talked to clinicians about this and it's, it's some. But you haven't been with your pro- knees in the air talking true, to true. clinicians so I wouldn't, about this. That's true. I can't. It's totally different. I, I won't, I can't put myself in that position but i've i mean we've i've asked why they ask certain questions because they've asked me why do i why would i ask certain girls and not ask certain girls certain questions right Right. we've gone back and forth and the reason that they would ask someone the number of partners they've had or currently have is because it changes the risk profile of the patient because they may not want to treat a patient who's have who has 10 different partners a week i may not want to treat that person as a doctor yeah, which is the exact same reason why I wouldn't want to be their patient, though. Which is fair, but he he, yeah. but he or she has the right to turn you down as well. Patients have been fired by doctors as well. You see what I'm saying? It's like, for example, say I'm an internal med doc, and I ask you how often do you smoke. I have the right to not treat you because you're a smoker, because you're more of a risk, because it comes into malpractice and all these things as well. You have you know, I have complications. I may not want to deal with It's not the same, it. though. So, it's not so saying I'm, not, that's so, what I'm, so that's exactly not, so what you, I'm saying. So do and you not think having sex with 10 different people every week puts you at more risk to, for various diseases than having sex with one person for 10 times a week? I'm Yes. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Okay. So, 100%. So I'm saying yes, but, but does it physically put me in a risk? Yes. What I'm saying is that when you tell a physician, when you tell a doctor, especially a, 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 a gyno that you are sexually active, 
Yeah. The tests that they are giving you are Correct. the exact same ones that they would give you if you were having multiple partners. Okay. And the exact same ones. It's the exact same evaluation. Yes, we've established that. What I'm saying is... So it doesn't change your quality of care is what I'm saying. It shouldn't no, change your quality of care. the doctor is going to say, this person may be a more of a high-risk patient. I may not want to treat them. But doesn't so, make any sense yes, at all. Yes, it does. Because if, all right, so say I've been seeing you every year for the past 10 years. Yes. And I know you're having sex with one person, right? That means if you, and then now you're the same person, but you're having sex with 10 person every year, that means you've had sex with 100 people. Your profile changes. The way I have to see you change. Because like, if I... How so? Because, all right, so... You're going to wear bigger gloves? You should all... No, like, so for, for example, if you're, seeing, if you're going to have sex with 10 people a week, no matter what. Right. That means I'm going to suggest you should probably get STD tested, right? Yeah. But if I know you're only having sex with one person... I won't suggest it. If you ask for it, sure, I don't give a shit. But the how you approach that patient after the first initial visit changes. See, I just don't. I, I, because th I think even if you're having my, this is what I'm saying. I think this is what we're disconnecting on. Even if you are having sex with one person, one person, forever, forever. Okay. It does not mean that that one person isn't doing something different. So the, you know how they say like you have sex with one person, you have sex with everybody else they've had sex with. It doesn't mean that that one person isn't introducing you to other things. Agreed. So you should still be frequently getting STD checks, whether you trust them or not. It should yeah. be part of but your whole I, workup. But what I'm saying is from a clinician side, from a business side, if you're married and you've been married, so you're, you know, you brought up your friend. If she asks for the test, by all means, I can give it to you. It's going to cost you money. I don't care. Yeah. Say she was out thotting around the streets, then it's a suggestion. You see what I'm, that's the difference. But it should all, and no, it should ahead. always be a suggestion. And if I want to turn it down, you are a physician, you're not a social, like whatever. So like, I, I understand what you're saying, but then on top of that, like, I, I think we're coming at it different from perspectives, of course, which is the whole point of the podcast. Um, I've also come across physicians who, and this is crazy and they should have their license taken 100%. But I have come across a physician, not in Nashville, this was in Texas, came across a physician that um, I interviewed the patient, patient denied, like had the perfect, by mouth, had the perfect medical history. I look at her chart, she does not have the per perfect medical history, she has herpes, right? Vaginal herpes, like not just like the type, like on your mouth, where like you can get from Aunt Ma Mammy, whatever, she has vaginal herpes, I go to the physician because I always do. Hey, super quick. Let's, let's, let's narrow this down before I walk back into that room. And he goes, yeah, I know it popped up during her pregnancy that she has herpes. Please don't reapproach. I chose not to tell her cause I didn't want to make it an unhappy marriage. They have two other kids at home. Yeah. Kept. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but I'm saying, I'm saying like that's an, nursing staff like knew nobody wanted to cross this physician like this is a a very prevalent thing when it comes to like what's your point my my point is you should when you are caring for a patient if they say they're sexually active your process should be the exact same no matter how many people they're sleeping with your process should be yeah. exact same because the point of going to the physician adding, adding variables I'm not I, because now a, a patient has a new condition. It should be treated. That's way different. Yes. No. No. This. No. I'm. I'm. I'm saying that for the reason to put into scope the stigma that has been put on female 
health. The stigma of instead of instead of letting her know we're trying to preserve this happy marriage, it's always instead of it being about the health, it's being pinpointed towards yeah. whatever relationship okay. status she's in. That's why when I, it needs to be about the actual health. So if she's why, having sex I'm, with one what person, I'm is, what I'm saying is, from my point of view, from the physicians I've talked to, it's a health point of view. It's not about they don't give a shit how many people she sleeps with. They could give a fuck less. It's a health point of view then they should be treating that one person that she's sexually active with as if they are not only sexually active with her. That's how they, sh- if it's a, from a health point of view, that, then that's how they should be treating have, it and they should be offering an STD check every you're time. You're saying that, but we both don't know the guidelines. I'm trusting that the doctors I talk to that treat them from Private practice is a private practice. They don't have to offer it at all. What I'm saying is, but there are guidelines to treating women. There's always guidelines. There's NAMs. There's a bunch of guidelines in treating women with with whatever treatment you use there right so what i'm saying there's a is, hippocratic oath no i'm talking about for example when you put a woman on hormones the guidelines say you should use the smallest effective dose for the shortest amount of type yeah, yeah there, there are like guidelines, guidelines but they don't everything. follow them i once right. i once watched I a doc i just right. once 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 watched a doctor go to a person who had been pushing for an hour pushing vaginally for birth for an hour said you look tired let's go ahead and cut you gave her a c-section because he had a tea time an hour later yeah i'm not saying all i'm just saying that good. there are I'm guidelines saying, yes but they don't follow yeah, them sure but you know sum it up if you don't trust your physician don't go back fair yeah fair i'm not gonna argue with that I love you. I know you're not going to say it back, but no, I love I'm not. You. We have a write-in. Um, <laughs> okay. The write-in is, I'm a new professional and I struggle with money. What recommendations do you have for me? I'm a new professional and I yeah. struggle with money. Yeah, like managing money. Oh, I was like, I mean, save. I don't know. What to, um, so this is what I do um, because I am really bad with money. Um, and by bad with money, I mean like I just like. I like tend to get in this mentality of like, I'm young and like, I'll, you know, I don't have kids and like, I'll never have this money again. So instead of, um, putting myself on a harsh budget, I took, um, 25% of my income. Um, and I put a setting on my bank account where 25% of my, um, my, my monthly or my weekly, or not weekly. So every two weeks I get paid. So every two weeks, 25% of that goes into the savings account. And yes, I started like pretending like it wasn't there. And then it's become like, it's a pride thing to touch it. So that I feel like, like setting it aside helps you manage it. And then, uh, I mean, yours is going to be different than mine. Cause you're much better than money with, I am. I already know it. Um, so like that's at, from a person who's bad with money. That's something that I do. I just got my first credit card. Um, and I, I, another, like I, I just got a, my first credit card like four months ago and how I've started approaching that is like, um, I've tried to see it as anything I spend while I'm not hitting interest yet. Cause you don't hit interest in the first year. Anything I spend on that is a dollar 25. So if I don't pay it off, it's a dollar twenty-five on every dollar. So I am more apt to pay it quickly. So it's all about changing your mentality towards your money. So if you're a new professional and all of a sudden you're getting all this money in and you want to go fucking nuts, you you want to be saving up because like what I've been told is you want you want six months of life saved up in your bank account. 
So like six months of rent plus six months of food. You want to be able to survive for six months in your bank account. So that's what I've been saving up towards. And it's worked well for me. Like I have a lot saved up. Um, and then I also balance things out where like if I have one wild weekend and I like, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not, I don't care about money this weekend. Then the next weekend I'm staying in. Like it's just all about balance. Yours is probably going to, Duncan's much better with money than I am, but that's what I do. No, you have a lot of good things in there. Uh, it starts with discipline. You got to be pretty disciplined about it. Um, six months is a good number. As a new person, I would start with three because six is... A it's new, a lot to grow up to. It's a lot to grow up to, so start with three. So set that goal. So three months of expenses. So that's your light bill, your car note, insurance, cell phone if you have it, rent. Uh, Saving up two months of that is a lot. You also have to think about like... So that's where you start with those. Yeah. Then add in like your insurance deductibles. So if you, because it ends up saving you money in the long run. So if right now your car insurance deductible is 500, your premium per every six months is going to be higher. If your, if your deductible is a grand, your premium per every six months is going to be lower. So eventually try to save to where you can get your deductible at the, as a, at a bigger lump sum. So that yeah. way your premium is lower. So you save more money that way as well. I would start with those things. Um, when it comes to it, I would set a goal on whatever number that is and attack that goal like you would you would anything else in life, whether it be for work or for working out or whatever. Like, you know, you set weight loss goals or you set like call goals or whatever. Set your savings goals the same way and try to hit it. And then when it comes to credit cards, um, what I would do is get a card your first card and then I would use it only for things that you have to you have to buy that has no convenience fee gas bill light bill um stuff like that where like you know you have to buy it anyway and then as soon as you get your depending on how you have it so say you have chase as your bank or, or pnc as a bank I would get a chase or a pnc credit card and then what you would do is as soon as as soon as that payment post just transfer the money from your bank account to, yeah. to the credit card and pay it off right away and eventually you start building credit so when it's time to buy a new car or it's time to buy a house well you can't buy a house with just a credit card statement when it's time to buy a new car then you would have enough credit built up to where they'd be like oh this person's trustworthy and you can buy it that's how i would start um and then once you get to the three months and you have your all the deductibles then i would try to extend to the six months because you never know when things are going to go wrong you might need bail money one day for one of your dumbass friends you, you might, never know. You never know. Or like somebody hits your car and you need to do whatever or like, yeah. you know, whatever the case may be. A rainy a rainy day account. Essentially. Correct. Um, and then once you get there, once you have your savings account set, then I would try to set your checking account balance to be like a couple paychecks set. And then after that, then because... Once you, because right now you could probably run it like a zero, a net zero. Like you could probably spend as much money as you make and, and like live paycheck to paycheck essentially. But that's not a way to live. It's but not, yeah. If, when your shit hits the fan, you're if fucked. If you can get your savings account, say to three to four months and then get your checking account to two paychecks. So say you make two grand a month, you can, you can get, or yeah. So every two weeks you get a grand. If you can get your, just your regular checking account to, to, you know, to two grand or to three grand then at that point, if you just live quote unquote paycheck to paycheck, then you're always in a better position. Cause like you're never really out of money. You just got to make sure yeah. you maintain yourself. You're, you're like putting it where it needs to go. And then like 
long story short, if you don't live the life you live, rather you kind of broke, this really, it's really. You should always live below your means. It's really this simple. You either got to make more money, you got to spend less money, or you got to sell shit. It's really that simple. There's no, that is like if you really narrow it down to three things, if you, and you're not happy, you either got to make more, spend less, or sell shit. That's really it. Yeah. Who needs to knock it off? Um, people that need oh people that need to knock it off are um girls that this came this happened this past weekend girls who are mean to other girls girls what mine is towards girls too oh here we go um i i'm pro girl but this is bullshit girls that are mean to other girls that here's what i'm trying i'm pigeonholing one person girls who are mean to girls who are threatening nothing but they feel threatened by like so girls girls who are mean to girls they're essentially jealous of knock it the fuck off like we came across this we came across this girl um in uh in in, uh, dc who like showed up was super excited to meet her heard great things um i had vodka in my purse we found a glass of ice water we put the vodka in it um, I handed it off to her and she like wouldn't give it back, which was like, I was like, oh, that's a little weird, but whatever. Don't care. And then she was like, this vodka's shitty and then continued to drink it. And it was like, okay, let that one slide. Kind of shitty, but let that one slide. But there was like more like little like diggy comments. And then she was like, I'm cold. And my, my friend was like, oh, I have a sweater in my purse. But like she had a tiny purse. Her like sweater was like folded up a certain way. So like took her a second to get it out, hands it to the girl and the girl is not that fucking grandma sweater and was just like super rude to us for the rest of the night when like we were just trying to be her friends. I think she was threatened. Like we were with all of her guy friends and they were like, we knew them outside of her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she felt threatened, which like shouldn't have been. But like, even if you are threatened, like girls need to accept the fact that like we can have more than one of us at the top. We can have more, more than one of us be that guy's friend. Like, Stop being fucking rude to each other. Like be rude to somebody if like, like I called her a dick at that point, but like be rude to somebody if they fucking suck. But like, don't be rude to people because you think they're going to take your chew toy. Like no one's trying to take your chew toy. Don't be fucking rude. And if they're going to take your chew toy, they're going to fucking take it. Mm-hmm. So like, don't make your look yourself looking an ass in the process. Word. Okay. So like girls, stop being mean to other girls. Knock it the fuck off. Word. Girls are only nice to each other in the bathroom. <laughs> Very supportive. My knock it off. My knock it off is to all the girls who say or claim that they have big butts, and they don't. No, you don't. Your butt's not that big. Are you talking about me because the chair is squeaking? And I said, No, I'm just. I had, to, <laughs> I had this written down before you got here. Juicy booty. <laughs> just in general, like girls, like my butt's so nice. But it's not. It's small. Sure, it's got a pretty decent shape, but it's not a big butt. And I figured out a way to let you girls know if you have a big butt or not. It's What's mad that? simple. If you have a belt on, right? So say you have yeah. jeans on, you have a belt in your jeans. Yeah. When you take that belt off. If your jeans fall? No. Oh. If the belt is still straight, you don't have a big butt. <laughs> if it's, it's curved. that simple. <laughs> so if it warps trying to hold your pants up. Then you have a big butt. So, And if you can't really tell, hold the belt along like a flat surface yeah if the belt just lays flat across that surface you don't have a big butt you don't have a big butt if the belt starts to exponentially grow you got a big butt you got a butt knock it off if you don't oh my god my belt's kind of warped but i think it's really just a cheap belt that simple 
also like i feel I show like you some of my belts you'll be like wow constantly for girls saying like constantly like i have a big butt i have a big butt without comment is probably like the same the equivalent of a guy being like i have like big arms or like i have a big not probably not the same as like i have a big dick but like it would be weird i don't know it any, would be weird if guys did it i don't even know if any guys have to say it. like well girls don't, i girls don't always just be like oh my butt's so big like that's it's like usually like slide comments like oh my god like can't fit in these jeans like, i saw myself in the mirror like bitch no you didn't like that butt. some of us are out here proud of our gains turned, i like turn sideways i was training a buddy of mine at the gym which is hilarious that he asked me to train him because i like think of myself as like a gym loser but um asked me to train him and i was like doing workouts and he was like holy fucking god and i was like oh my god am i in shape it was very exciting for me congratulations thanks I have a big butt. Just kidding. I don't have a big butt. But, you know, we're out here. Like, subscribe, fire your doctor if you don't like them, and don't tell my dad. Just be happy it happened. 